It has been 20 years since I have lost my innocence, just yesterday we remembered the anniversary of the towers falling. Thank God I had already entered the flow by then. Today I can't tell which came first, the conscious knowing that I love freedom and creative self-expression, or the book Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Doing and making was always a thing for me since I was little. I loved knitting, and stitching, sewing and mending, painting and restoring, braiding a fresh flower reef or creating poetry out of words. All of it instilled by my mother and my culture. I looked at the things I made or created as a hobby, something cultivated during leisure time, WD, and I thought of myself as a crafter, making beautiful things by hand, WD. At one point my leisure time took over and became priority. My hobbies turned into artistic expressions. I took some workshops at the Art Student League in Manhattan, met artists, went to exhibits, participated in, and held my own. I also curated them. For our newly established Visual Artists Guild I had organized monthly meetings and events with contemporary artists. I expressed myself creatively, losing track of time and space. I transitioned from medium to medium. From years of painting on silk and other textiles, I went on to collage, edibles, multimedia and digital media. My soul felt connected to source. My life was in flow for me an optimal state of being. It fulfilled me and gave me strength. Sometimes there was a use, a need or a want for my creations, very often I just felt that my expressions fell overall on deaf ears and blind eyes. My eyes were always the beholder of the beauty and the process. I stood by my expressions. Abraham Maslow calls it peak experience, also known as the flow. It's a time and space where the soul meets source. May I add here that unfortunately it is a privilege in today's society for many. So often I rejoiced in the fantastic and powerful expressions of other artists and their creativity, the strength that comes through from their individuality is inspiring, a shining light, a missing puzzle piece, an authentic human being expressing. This relates not only to artists, but everyone that has the privilege and courage to pursue their passions even when it's not convenient. The gardener, my brother the marathon runner, the baker, the sweaty neighbor across the street repaving his walkway, and the children. I rejoice. It excites me to see someone do, build, restore and create. It makes me believe that humanity will shine. It was during those times that I found my mission statement, I'm devoted to encourage creative self-expression, a focused attempt by me to balance destructiveness with creativity. Starting with me. So on the backdrop of this empowered state of being, I woke up and became witness to a world that some call the Matrix and others call it the greatest show on earth, and many state that we are born for these times. I experienced it as an unveiling of destructiveness, lies, and deceit, in other words pure evil. After 20 years since that faithful day there is still no disclosure of the classified information, after 20 years? The day before the event there was a photographer's convention in New York City, I went to see a collective exhibit a few weeks later, impressive. The mysterious collapse of another building, eyewitness accounts, insurance policies, unusual trading moves, and experts like architects and insurance brokers' views, it was all a bit off to an inquiring mind, strange. I stayed up nights looking up information, and listening to stories and opinions. Then there were the implementations of the aftermath. The creation of the Axis of Evil, the Patriot Act, the TSA and other alphabet agencies that over years are humiliating and harassing the general public in the name of safety and security. That, and so much more just made me question everything. The bombing of Iraq, Libya, the situation with Egypt, Syria, Afghanistan, and Iran, what is going on? When I questioned some of it I was told, why don't you go back to where you came from, if you don't like it? It was painful. I lived what looked like a parallel life, but it all interconnected. 
I was driving down Long Beach Road listening to Hillary Clinton vote yes to a war with Iraq in 2003, and I just knew that was not the spirit of woman to me. I felt crushed. Then came war, Katrina and the financial crash. In between and since, all sorts of internal and external terror acts, a continuous horror show. I learned about so many things. I went down many rabbit holes as one calls it. With the Japan earthquake event came Dutch sense, fracking, weather modifications, chemtrails, Morgellons, CERN and HARP, camps, coffins, detainment centers and the Georgia Guidestones. Pedophilia and human enslavement. Bilderberg meetings and world forums, charities, infiltrated movements, information suppression, inoculations and false science. Unacceptable intensive animal farming and monocultures. The list is long. I had entered hell on earth. In my mind I saw it, and in my heart I trembled. The for-profit industrial prison complex, all the dealings around money, Jekyll Island and the dropping of the gold standard, the manipulated markets, welfare, taxes, and continuous conflicts and wars. Manipulated history, misleading education, genetically modified foods and the pharmaceutical tyranny and dependencies. I learned about indoctrination, mind control, artificial intelligence, propaganda, lobbyists and the corruption in politics, right up to the Supreme Court. I looked into maritime and natural law, I studied nutrition and food. I read the UN Agenda 21, Agenda 21 is the plan of action to achieve sustainable development that was adopted by the world leaders at the United Nations Conference on Environment and Development held in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, in June 1992, and I followed up on the 2030 and 2050. I noticed everything smart popping up around me, from smart meter, smartphone to smart water. I was an avid learner. The whole world is a stage, actors playing roles of highest places and entertainment fed to the masses. I studied history from all perspectives, my curiosity had no bounds, architecture, civilizations, metaphysical knowledge and social behavior. Energy, vibration, frequency, quantum physics, climate change and energy sources. Bible study, prophecies, code, and conspiracy theories. Did I mention his story? I was not alone. There is something of a humanist family out there connecting dots and each other. Ours had turned into nights, and I lost my sense of time, I was in the flow in my parallel universe as well, and I tried to integrate and make sense to a puzzle of a thousand pieces. Pieces from other puzzles mixed in, missing pieces, nondescript pieces, a personal human journey, me as one puzzle piece to the whole, the missing piece, the observer and the puzzler. It's not that I don't like it here, I love it. I love the idea of freedom. I love the idea of a creative humanity. So here I am, standing firmly devoted to encourage creative self-expression with the intention to change the world. Imagine the power of the one living a life in the flow. My focus today lays on my grandchildren. It may be utopia or it may become a parallel universe. All the knowing frees and burdens me, the unveiling is painful, the witnessing of humanity divided between love and fear is painful. All I know is that this is a time of choices and leaps. Finding and revisiting my own creative flow and having my soul connect to source gives me confidence and strength during these times. Be the change that you wish to see in the world is often attributed to Mahatma Gandhi, but the closest verifiable remark we have from him is this, if we could change ourselves, the tendencies in the world would also change. WD, equals Webster's Dictionary.